This is Purple Radio On Demand. Bop, bop, bop. So do we need the headphones then or not? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the... So it was still, like, the, the thing will still be running. Um... Tense the whole thing up. Giving all a shirt. The brew is live. Uh, good afternoon, chaps. Um, here we are. Uh, we are in MC. It's not Wednesday. It is Friday, but we are back again. Um, and I'm happy to be joined by Nathan Chaplow and Ben Cowan. Please introduce yourselves, boys. Yeah, thank you for having us on, Clarky. Um, I'm Ben. I'm one of the club captains of Hillby Football. Uh, Long time listener of the pod. So yeah, it's thank you for having us on, Clarky. Hey, I'm Nathan, the other club captain. Um, it is a true pleasure to be here today. Beautiful boys, beautiful. Um, so, originally we were wanting to do like a little tour review, but uh, I decided <coughs> just to make, uh, to get the best of both worlds, to do more than one. So we got the social sex in, well we got uh, two out of the three of them, Ross Cowley and Dylan Gutter, and now I am joined by the club captains, of course, and we're going to do a... We're going to do a look, kind of a, a broader scope of the podcast relating to Hillby Football Club. We're going to do a season review. Um, we're going to talk about your time in the football club. Um, to begin, I was shocked to learn that you hadn't played football until you were 11 years old or something like that, Nathan Chapman. That is true. Very yeah. true, yeah. I, um, I played for like a year when I was like four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Nex. I was quite a fat kid. Um, <laughs> And I went and got for a season. I didn't really like it, believe it or not, so I just didn't play. I did like athletics and stuff at school, and then in like year, it was like year six when you're like 11, 10 ish. Um, played a bit of futsal and then got into 11 aside. Through futsal, there you go. Carrot, mm. were you just from birth? Um, so yeah, big Aston Villa fan. Uh, didn't actually play much football because my school was just all rugby. So I was a bit bigger than like Chaplo, so I was all rugby. And then I came to uni. Thought I'd have a stint in goal. Um, turns out I wasn't actually that good, which doesn't bode well considering I've been called up to play in the cup final tomorrow in goal. So please don't come and watch. Well, let's not reveal our, uh, reveal our secrets. Boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, started off in goal and now had ventured outfield as centre back. And yeah, it's been a, been a very, very fun season. So obviously, the first season, I think, uh, speaking for the Snails, and we'll get into this. So the teams of Hillbead are in order. Do you want to go from. Let's go from the bottom to the top. Bottom to the top. So we have in our first year it was the tractors. Yes. Were a team, but yeah. they are now not a thing. Are they not? I actually reduced, thought the tractors still existed. Yeah, they We had to cut them down. Then we have the, the hogs. The hogs are next, led by Robert Jenkins, who has done an absolutely stellar job this season, getting all the freshers involved in that team. I've had a couple of good games with the hogs, to be fair. Have you had? had, had one you? of one of my season highlights was. Um, uh, poor old Coxie just yawning on the pitch <laughs> 10 minutes into the game and I thought he had a bit of an engine on him you know what I mean he kind of mm. gives off that impression and he just throws up on the pitch and he goes oh, it's been coming for weeks <laughs> 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 I mean just put a, put a parking cone over it and just played on um, there was also good scrap in that game but yeah Jenko very much a good leader for the Hogs there. really good leader and then the next team of the Gooses which has got to be one of the best teams at Hillbead led by the legendary Max E.T., who has somehow been one of the best and worst captains all in one season. Um, the ringing in that team has been pretty, pretty impressive. It's mainly been a ones and threes combined team. I think the Gooses have one proper player, and that's Max E.T. Yeah, that's Max E.T. come from every other team, and he'll be... Well, I mean, we'll get onto it, but uh, I have a slight bone to pick with the Gooses in regards to uh, the Snails, essentially who's the next team up or whatever. Um, we would have got promoted had there not been such a level of ringing, but uh, we can get onto that when we get into the <laughs> nitty-gritty of results and stuff. Um, but past the Gooses. So after the Gooses, we have your beloved the... team. Oh, no, after dragons. that, we have the Dragons. dragons. Forgetting the, the Dragons. We are. Shout out to Dragons. Shout yeah. out to the Dragons. We don't see that much of at socials. No, not really. The Dragons are slightly... Uh, well, they're not forgettable, but they're slightly elusive, I might mm. say. Exactly. Um, uh, but the the three teams, they're Gooses, Dragons, and then the next Snails are all in the same league. So there's a lot of Hillby derbies going on. So, yeah. Very good, very good. Um, and, of course, we have... Um, Numero Unos. Yeah, we have the Stallions. Harry Stallions Smith as led. well. Very good team, I'd say. Good, um, good chemistry between them all. 
quite a good, good, good set of lads. Um, then you've got the threes. Yeah, so the next is, is the B T, which is called the threes, led by Charlie Cloak. Um, we don't really have much of a squad. We, 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 we've been playing with around nine players, so we just kind of get Chaplow and Zoo to come in and fill the team, which which does help. Yeah, always happy to help. Am I right in saying the the um, didn't didn't get a win in the in the first term? No, we we really, this, the first seat the first term was pretty awful. We lost, I think, every game, and then we basically did a bit of a Sean Dyche Burnley relegation scrap, <laughs> and we 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 pulled it out of the bag. We won, I think, five games on the bounce, and somehow stayed up. So yeah, season highlight. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. And then uh, we have the ones to finish off. Um, very good team, my favourite team in Hillbead. Um, yeah, me, Zoo, Robbie Milne, a lot of names. Coward's helped out quite a few times. Charlie Cloak, even Blake Corey's made his debut for the ones. Even probably. Dylan Gu Dylan Gupta had two minutes, which was probably the lowest point this club has ever <laughs> had. Gupta's had two minutes for the ones. <laughs> he, is, he begged. I, I know exactly his two minutes. He came on, fell over, <laughs> had a shot at goal, Missed. <laughs> and then full time whistle work. Then he went out to Jimmy's in the evening and told everyone he played well. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, to briefly know, because because uh, I'm sat with a hierarchy. Why is why why have we got such funny names? Tractors, snails, hogs. Any ideas? I think it's just a hillby tradition. Yeah. Um, I think they just tried to see it as a joke. So like the tractors were these just slow, awful people, and they're just working out, working upwards, and making funnier names, but. We found it really bizarre when we came in as freshers, trialing, and then you had these players, these players approach you, being like, "Oh, you're going to play for the um, Stallions," and you're like, um, "What does that even mean?" Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone not called them the horses the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, in a funny sort of way, most of the current uh, makeup of at least our year of the Hillbeat team was was made on the Thorpe Five side pitch. As Captain Kylie and I were discussing, we were saying COVID was a, basically an essential thing for uh, having a real communal feel to the club. Um, I don't know if we want to go into that at all. I have a very good story about that. My, you might not remember this, but my first time meeting you was on that five-a-side Well, I was in Freshers. Barnes was calling me Mr. Marseille. <laughs> it was before that. Okay. So I was in Belvedere. Anyone in Hillbeads, you, you don't want to know You don't want to know much about Belvedere. You might have heard enough of it. But um, me and my house went down to kick a ball about, and on that court was you, Zoo, and Robbie Milne. Oh. And we did a 4v4, um, my house. I think Ben Richardson was playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And um, I don't think I saw you again after that for, <laughs> for about another term or so. Well, I'm, but, I clearly, clearly, I was humiliated off the football pitch. No, I, I remember the skills, remember the stature. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, intensity. Yeah, yeah. And crouchy, crouchy. That was that was where a lot of pre-trial chat happened because, like, mm. obviously, people thought trials for Hillbeat football were a massive thing, and everyone was trying to get in each other's heads. And I remember speaking to Chaplow about it, and I asked him, "Oh, mate, which team do you think you're going to get in?" He's like. To be fair, I, th I think I'm one's quality, and I was like, "Oh no!" Definitely <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> did not say that. <laughs> the I remember looking at, I remember looking at you. I remember looking at Barker specifically on the five side pitch, and I was like, "This boy can play. Barker, this boy can yeah. play." Barker on a five side pitch, is, yeah. he's pretty unstoppable. It's illegal. He's, yeah. he's just too quick. Just like on Copacabana Beach, just knocking yeah. it around. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, trials, briefly, to go back, I remember, I'm pretty sure I only got into the snails because I did an outside of the boot pass and scolding saw it. Um, but trials seem to be very much like that. You have to have one moment of glory and just don't make a horrific mistake and you might get into a team. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I remember by my trial, I wasn't anything special. I was just on like the losing team for most of it. I scored like, I scored like an outside the box. I just whacked it and it like it fluked in off the post. I remember, uh, I think it was Jesse Bakari. Oh. So his, his, his eyes just lit up and he came over and talked to me afterwards. But I, th I think that's the problem with trials. You don't really know until afterwards. And that's why you've got a lot of boys in different teams now that probably, especially when you've got the scouting capability of Charlie Cloak. Um. And you've got boys in teams lower that should be playing and mm. higher teams. It's, it's a tricky, tricky system. Yeah, the scouting at trials from captains has been pretty, pretty awful. Um, mm. You miss some talent and then they end up playing in the lower teams and it's it's all, it's it's not really the best system. But yeah, yeah. A bit like myself, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, nice. Well, let, let's uh, let's transport ourselves to this season. So, um, why did you boys want to be club captains? Did you just feel that uh, it, it needed your authority? Yeah, so I think last year uh, when the previous club captains put the post up, um, 
we just real we just thought last year there wasn't that much club involvement with everyone. It seemed like the club was quite distant. People didn't really care about it that much. And I think we realised basically most of our friendship group all play football, and we really wanted. We saw it as a real opportunity to have this really good club where everyone can get involved. So I got in touch with Chaplin and said, "This is perfect for us." We put a video together. We came up with some ideas, and we're like, "We can make this work." And yeah, that, that video, by the way, was painful. That was hard. That was that was that took a long time to record. In my in my back garden in second year on Hawthorne for a good I don't know hour, two hours, just like laughing every time we tried to <laughs> the, yeah the irony was we took nearly a day to record this and i think no one else applied we were uncontested. <laughs> yeah, so, so we, we were fighting against no one in the end for for but the video was quite good i'm, glad, was, I'm glad we did it we, mm. we just wanted to be perfect to kind of represent our, our it, vision it was an indication yeah. of the methodical you know rigorous way which you would, in which you would run the football club exactly, exactly. Um, so once you once you acquire the position do you all of a sudden do you think right here we go um you know it is now in our hands. Um, what, were the, what were like exciting ideas that you wanted to bring? Obviously, tour maybe being one of them. If we can go into it, but I think if you if you watched our video back, I think we've brought in nearly every idea we actually suggested. There's one that we didn't do. But well, what, I which one? I I thought we did everything. I thought the, we conquered the one them. we didn't do, which I don't think is a big deal at all. We said we'd do like kind of like a draft today and. We'd pick some captains and they'd draft players in the team and then we'd do a big tournament after that. But I think if you compare that to everything else we have done, I think we've been fairly successful. I mean, I think the biggest one, the tour, was yes, pretty big yeah. one. But also, I personally think the club dinners have been... I, 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 really, I really agree. I think the club dinners have been a real success because I remember last year they tried to do that, but with, that, with there not being as much club cohesion, I think around like 15 of us turned up at the Vern um, and it was really, really tin-pot. And then this, if you compare it to this year, we've had two club dinners, and one we had on Monday was one of my highlights of Durham. Oh, we, yeah. had, it was, oh, yeah. we had over 40 of us into the Spice Lounge. Um, and no, that no, was no, big. No, Spice Lounge. No. <laughs> what do we think of Shaheen? <laughs> Spice Lounge boys, to be fair, I think they do love us as well. Mm. They, really, they really do. I felt sorry uh, going into the Spice Lounge when you just saw like two or three couples just out, you know. You know, let's just have a nice little, nice little meal Monday evening, whatever, and then it's just like boom, packed full of a club. What is it? We're on slowly, so slowly and slowly more rowdy. I think we kind of kept ourselves a bit better this time, or did we? Yeah. I, don't know. I think you were leading it. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was your voice. yeah I, remember, I remember asking the Spice Lounge if they were okay with the people behind, okay with the noise, and apparently they were locals who always came to Spice Lounge and they were loving the atmosphere. So I think oh, yeah, we yeah. enhanced the experience. Guys. I think as well, um, you know. Couples can get to a stage where they uh, they run out of things to talk about. We definitely had some we, content. Yeah. You know what I mean? We gave them something. We gave them some interesting <laughs> interesting meal chat. Definitely. Um, no, yeah. So the, the socials have been brilliant. I mean, I think the the spice lunch curry nights have been have been amazing. Um, how much is there? Uh, how much is the bestowing of power in regards to the social secretaries? How much of it answers to you? How much it answers to them? Is it purely? Is it democratized? I, I think. Uh, do you mean in terms of the dinner or in just their, their socials in general? Um, so, for example, with the dinner, mm. is that you two? That's us, yeah. yeah. And with socials, do you just say, right, organise the social, please? So, we, yeah. We have to remind them a few times, I, okay. I'd say. Um, Ross, Ross and Guts are quite we, good at it. Yeah, definitely. They, they, are, they are really good at it. I think they often have an, a preliminary meeting and they give, express their ideas and they, all come, they always come back to us and okay it because at the end of the day, when some of the socials go a bit too far at the Vern and whatnot, we have we're the ones who have to go in for a meeting and take take the hit basically. Yeah, I remember the social. I can't remember the exact one. Was it Ule Ule Ule? When we yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was Ule Ule. James yeah. James Irwin, a fresher, um, threw up on the Hillbead stage um, <laughs> at the Vern, which is actually where I work. So <laughs> wasn't the best when I went to work the next day and had to to face the uh, the boss. But um, yeah, I, I think apart from as one of the as one of the the snooker tables in that room being discontinued by a result of us. I believe so, yeah, yeah. but I don't think they think that's us. Well, yeah. it wasn't actually. It was the hockey boys because I saw them in there. 
I saw them in there and they always were always blame on the scandal. hockey boys it was absolutely scandalous from yeah. them it's just hockey behaviour yeah. um, yes <laughs> so to be fair the Vern has been the Vern has been given some life when we go as a social I mean when it's when it's a non-social aspect it's a it's a dive yeah, it? let's not my, be around the bush it's it's a pretty horrible establishment one of my highlights as well in the Vern was before the Flanlit fixture we had the whole club with our newly initiated freshers and everyone inside the back room mm. going through our hymn list um, <laughs> as 40 of us <laughs> And that was very good fun. I don't think the Verns ever had atmosphere like that. Quite so, yeah. like it. That, that is one thing I was going to say. I, there's been a, there seems to have been um, along with the communal aspect of it. There's more people turning up to get like important games and stuff like that. So Floodlit was a very good crowd, um, despite the referee several times saying he was going to stop the game. Um, all I'm saying is that they were throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and just generally, hopefully, we'll get a big crowd for the El Final. Um, yeah, Semi final had a decent crowd as well. Trev slightly outnumbered us, but that's just embarrassing because yeah. we were making more noise. <laughs> exactly. Um, you were making more noise than most of them, I'd yeah, say. I have to, I have to say, I, uh, I tried to get next day delivery pyro and I couldn't find oh. it. <laughs> Absolutely gutting. Oh, no. But the bagpipes might have to be warmed up. They definitely need to be. We need, we need all the sport we can get tomorrow. We can make a make makeshift drama like that bin or something. I'm sure Corey will have some ideas. Um, Too many ideas, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your on field? season highlights if you have a couple two or three do you want to go first or? yeah sure so i think for me i've mentioned before was the relegation survival battle for the threes um we we lost most matches and we needed to win literally every game to stay up and that's what we did um i also think the goose's cup run has was very good fun being a, I think the sixth team in Hill B beating Trev's B was a highlight. Um, <laughs> I think they were very, very down bad after that one. So yeah, those those are two of my highlights. Yeah, I'd say for me, after losing Floodlit to Trev's, beating them twice since has been very enjoyable. Mm. Um, we beat them 5-0 on track literally about a month later, which is really annoying. Um, and then we beat them recently in the semi-final to get through another... Um, Scored a few outside the box shots this year. Didn't really think I had that in my locker, but um, very He's happy found to. it in him this year. Yeah, He's found it in him. Finally start shooting. So yeah, overall it's been really successful. No, Not a single team has been relegated. Um, mm. On the other side of the scale, no one's been promoted. But we don't... We, we, we've had a very average year, but I think that's perfect to kind of go on to what you were talking about earlier with the snails and the gooses. I will. Yeah. That that will that will stay with me for a long time. Not not actually getting the snails promoted. That one is on my um, head, Clarky. I have to apologise for that is, one. That was that was a. To be fair, we were a bit too. We were maybe a bit too leaky, but leaky at the back. But um, yeah, cheers, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick disclaimer: I was not in Durham when this this event happened. So well, this, I can see one... from the perspective of actually you know trying to get a fixture. Yeah, it's better to play the game. Definitely, Definitely. everyone wants to just play the game. That's by the by. Um, I think if we'd won it, we would definitely be giving shout the other way around. But um. and it doesn't help. It was on those MC grass pitches, which is always just carnage because they're just awful. Who, so. who did you get to play down the gooses? Well, Wait. we had basically most of the ones and threes boys, Capon, Zoo, everyone. Oh it was pretty. It was pretty strong. <laughs> but just to go into that briefly, do you think ringing needs to be a, is a problem that needs to be addressed in college football? Um, and just for the layman, ringing is when a ones player, say Chaplow would turn up for the tractors and you know maybe score four four goals three assists you know just tear it up i think ringing's a difficult one because i wouldn't say i've ever rung and bent like i'd feel bad coming down a team or however many teams and benching a player who is in that team i think that's unfair but i'd say the problem with hill bead is that we have a lot of teams and we don't have maybe as big um kind of a participation as those teams require so I'd say I've only really rung this year when we need to, just mm. to help out. I'd yeah, say. I think I think ringing is quite, quite big in Hillby football. I think. Oh, <laughs> we're not, big statement. We're, we're not. We're not as. We're, we're not as. We're not. We're not the other colleges, I think, aren't as bad. As I said, it goes back to not often having as many players in the squads, and I think a lot of time you want to play with your mates. Like yesterday for Varsity, when effectively we didn't have the ones team, we just got together third years and mates, and it was it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I would. I would. Uh... The snails are a footnote to that conversation. I think they are. are. Yeah, snails are the best. Yeah, the best. Yeah. So you have a solid, solid, solid squad. Or anti-ringing. Anti well, <laughs> unless it, unless it comes from unless it comes from the top, the top, top, then we're yeah. very, then we're very in favour of it. Um, I just thought. Um, also, did you get a goal this year, Kurt? 
You must have got several. Yeah, yeah several. I've, I've actually, I actually was doing quite well oh for, my, the, for the low tiers. I, 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 I was just getting the stats up here for the fans. Uh, <laughs> did he get a goal? He got 11 of them. I got I 11 of them, yeah. Uh, mainly for the gooses. Um, Chaplin, how do you feel about that? He got, he's got more, more goals than me. Than I know, I know. Well, for a goalkeeper as well. Yeah. The thing is, with, with ET's captain... <laughs> Smile on his face. Coward had some uh, flexibility in putting himself on the right wing, up front, left mm. wing. Really, really good positions for a six foot six. six. Um, speed demon. Dan Burn on the wing. You didn't have seen anything like it. But yeah, it was... Kylie got ten goals as well. This is, this is unbelievable. Ky Kylie's don't count there for the hogs. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where the newsletter's a bit a bit of a stretch because it doesn't really account for who you were getting these goals and assists for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So yeah, traditionally maybe going down just to up your stats. I think but Blake Corey played many a ninety minutes. <laughs> the thing that does ring true in that statement is that the golden boot winner, I think every single uh, one of his goals were for the ones. Which was, yeah, yeah. I think, fair yeah. play. Pretty impressive. What a player he is. I do think he only played about five games. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> even more impressive. He got nabbed by bigger and better things, sadly. Yeah, it was not to be. So, Golema Corey, club player of the season. Or is it just between those two? Is there another? Oh, give, give me, give me, give me the Ballon d'Or of Hill. I, I think from three nominations. I think, I think looking back on it, I think the three players you'd have to give it to are Gwillem, Chaplo, and Corey. I, oh. I think those three. I think those three have. Because Gwillem's done it for the Gwillem's done it for the ones and kind of saved your boys' season. You've played for a lot of teams and really helped the threes out, keep the teams in the leagues, and then Corey just for some reason just loves scoring hat tricks for the snails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Coward is not to just return the favour, but I think in our house in general we do cover a lot of ground across yeah. across these teams. Um, some of us contribute more than others. Shout out Charlie Cloak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall we put in a, a good shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so the 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 final thing of the season. So the the season is basically done. We played our varsity game yesterday. Um, which was kind of a bit more of a pre-season friendly aspect it to it, didn't it? Definitely, definitely felt like that. How would you were refereeing? Yeah, it was six all. I have to say, I was thoroughly disappointed when Cast scored in the last minute. I was like, for I God's sake! How... I mean, I was like six five, thirty seconds left. We've definitely got this in the bag. And then it just dribbles in. I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> six I, actually, all. I actually missed that goal because I was looking for the ball. You'd rocketed into the, uh, the, I, the river. That was I, just I that was just the kind of you know let them know you're there. It was like 90th minute. Where it was, it was game running on, and I'm like, I'm just gonna twat it against this guy. But he he just pulled his leg out, so it just went boom, straight into the river weir. Club captain's nightmare when you when you don't have any funds and you buy these balls and you got Clarky yeah, yeah, just yeah. hobbling them into the into the river and you're like, oh yeah. no. So, yeah, so the, there was people swimming in the river as well, and I was like, have you seen a ball come over? They were like, yeah, it went in the river and went that way. And then I just found it in a bush, and I was like, cheers, lads, just lied to me. And like, what? They were wanting it for later. Yeah. Um, but the actual real final game of the season is going to be this final. Um, before we get into it, so this is different from Floodlit. Hmm. So this is this is the main cup. This is the FA Cup, as it were, yeah. in comparison to what we might think of the Carabao Cup. The yeah, cup. We'll, we'll call it is in, um, inferior. But is there more prestige around the Floodlit? I think yeah, but I I personally I may be a bit biased as we're in the final for this one. Um, I think this one's more impressive because with Floodlit, if anyone doesn't know, it's every college's first team that plays each other. It's only about sixteen of them. Um, with this one, is every single yeah. college team in Durham. So there's a lot more rounds to it. So it's like the Super League. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and who likes the Super League? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And at the end of the day, Floodlit's played in like minus five conditions in Durham mm. and not many people want to come out. And then now we're having a final, which is going to be played in 25 degrees of heat. <sighs> Everyone coming out to watch. So I, th I think we, we've chosen the better final to be in, mm. involved in. The club did very well in, of, uh, as a whole in the, uh, in the Cup. I think we, we, had we get four, four teams in the 40. quarters. No, no, fourteen in the, in the round 16. of sixteen, which yeah. which was the most out of any other college, even Collingwood, which are the largest you team go. in like uh, amateur club in Europe. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were the were the snails in the last sixteen? Yeah, they were. They were. One of our first two, our games were were absolute cut like classics. To be fair, <laughs> what were they? There was a was it a five all, and then on pens, there was a with the final one we lost three two, and then there might have been a five. Or four win in there as well. Mm. Very high scoring, very ding dong battles, yeah. but just what we want. Club, I, you know, um, cup classics. I remember going to watch one of your cup classics and shout out to Jenko who conceded straight from kickoff. Oh, well. yeah, that yeah, was yeah, pretty, yeah. 
Really, that's a low point. I think so, but that was against Trevor. I think that was the, yeah. the five all. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely outrageous from the guy as well to just go for it. Um, but El Final, are we confident, boys? It's it's going to be tricky. Um, I think Mildred are quite a good team, um, and we admittedly aren't at our strongest. I think the way they've done okay. it, it's quite late in the term. A lot of boys have gone home. We have Coward in that third choice keeper of Pilbead, about to cement himself as the first. Exactly. It's a clean sheet pending, basically. Mm, yeah. So we are without our captain, Robbie Milne. Um, Will Barker, big miss. Who else? Charlie Lyons, Pilbead's mm. keenest fresher. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Adam Brown can play now. Oh, really? Send me a message in the gym. Perfect. Yeah. So, no, the, the team's looking strong. We need we need all the support we can get. So, if you're free at four, four o'clock tomorrow on Saturday, come out to the track. Clarky will be leading the chants. I will be. So, yeah. please get involved. I'll, I'll try and write some more in preparation. Perfect. We need them. Um, in, so, it's Mildred 8. How have you got on against them this season? Um, we played them once in the league. We lost 2 1. So, so, they only got. They, you finished with 11 points. They finished with 14. So, mm. we're pretty neck and neck. It's yeah. It, it's just a case of um, I think they'll probably have a few more DU boys that maybe don't play as much in the season. But when it's the cup final, everyone everyone turns up all of a sudden, don't they? So we will just have to see. I think it'll be a good watch regardless. So make sure to come down. Do you have any? Um, how heavy do you go with the tactics at one's level? Do you not at all? Do you just no. have a formation we play? I think he'll be the pretty notorious for not really warming up properly or anything, just yeah, okay, kind of okay. getting out there and playing. You see, who is it we played? Um, I think we played the Collingwood team um, in maybe the, the quarters, and they were warming up for about 45 minutes before, doing <laughs> rondos, possession-based drills, and we played them and beat them 6-2, and we smashed there you them. Go. Yeah, whenever, whenever we turn up, we no, don't, don't really warm up. I remember the threes for our biggest cup match, we did actually come to warm up, and me and Tufnell just looked at each other and were like, this just doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just this and us. Well, don't, um, don't do anything different on race day. Exactly, know? exactly. Yeah. Just keep, keep it turn the same. Turn up five minutes, five minutes before kick-off, you know. Still ingesting that coffee, all that sort of stuff. So... Would you would you be any better off? Do you think are tactics stupid at this level of college of this level of football? Are they... I just feel it's, it's not really necessary to be honest. It's not necessary. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it would be useful. I just don't think people have got enough knowledge to actually make it effective. Mm. To be fair, I think if you got, got if you had a decent manager, or so you probably would help. But yeah, I mean, like I've I've been talking to because Milne's not here, so me and Zoo are kind of taking over for tomorrow. Um, we kind of just sorted the the lineup out, but apart from that, we've not really discussed what we're what we're gonna do. We mm. just kind of go out there and play it. And the thing is, things change on the pitch. I mean, someone goes off injured, and then your whole thing's kind of changes. So that is true. That is true. Okay, fair play. Um, okay, Milderay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm pretty confident, of course. I think mm. passion and pride will uh, will get us over the way. Um, there's a bit of controversy around the actual when the fixture is and how it's been played yeah it's, if we can go into that. it's been a bit annoying because we were on tour and i got an email from college sport effectively it was supposed the final was supposed to be on wednesday so two days ago which would have suited us perfectly because we had everyone in durham um team would have been very strong but sadly milda were on tour so college sport very very kindly for them actually rearranged it for tomorrow which is benefited them because they're back from tour today and obviously hindered us a bit but obviously we don't really have a say in how things are run to so. be fair you would hope if uh, if their tour was anything like ours that they might yeah. be a bit worse for wear let's, definitely let's hope they've got some five man six hour journeys back to yeah. yes straight yeah, to yeah, yeah. with um Clarky on one side of me, Cloaky on the other. <laughs> and, and, they're and, and they're driving nearly back. falling to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, if they go to that KFC, we might be oh, in luck. No, yeah. If they go oh, to that low services. Oh, please. That was one of the worst, that's the lowest moment of tour. Honestly. Mm. And we weren't even in Spain yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrifically bad. Um, do you know, where did they go on to? I don't, actually know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll find okay. out tomorrow. With regards to the warm weather training, uh, do you have a tour highlight? highlights I don't know when everyone asks me a tour highlight it's, it's got to be one, one from the start the start of the tour highlight for me was 100% Angus Tufnell in the airport with <laughs> oh, his no. bottle of vodka when he just looked he dropped it it was spilling slightly in a weather spoons and then he just looked at Kate he just looked at Archie and went Oh no! I went, okay. <laughs> he, he didn't want anyone to notice as well. He didn't, want... he didn't want to admit to himself that he had broken the vodka, um, so he was just kind of dangling there. It's like it's obviously broken, lad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but then after that, I think what was what was really really nice is the karaoke bar has to be a highlight for mm. me. When we came in as a whole club, I think that was when we were all together, third and second years, and we did some renditions of Hey Jude and whatnot as a club, and slowly emptied out the whole of the karaoke bar, mm. which was very yeah. very fun. For, for me, I say not necessarily a, like a sole highlight, but basically the way the rooms worked, me and Charlie Cloak were sharing a room, um, and our doors opened on into the living room. And without fail, every morning, I would open the doors and see Robbie Mill <laughs> half-naked laying across the sofa. And I've actually got a picture of every morning <laughs> him doing it, and I sent, I sent him them at the... The best part about him is he was, wear, he was always using um, the snail's hill bead flag as his duvet. So he was draped <laughs> Which is exactly the purpose that it was bought for. Exactly. Mm. Didn't get much of a noting on tour, I have to say, but I don't know what we would have done with it. I think for um, the best, you don't want to lose that. You're just going to hang it from Yeah, Raz, I literally <laughs> on that balcony. Get on stage. <laughs> yeah. No, it wouldn't have... Um, it would definitely be out. It would definitely be out tomorrow. Although we can't get on the... We can't get on the bloody... The, the top... The top... Yeah, uh, we tried... Thing. We got it up perfectly. It was lovely. And then <sighs> Team Duran came out and they, they cancelled us. Mm. Maybe if I bring a camera. Camera. Then I am cameraman yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have done it on the podcast with um, Gupta and Keeley, but what was your tour highlight, would you say? Ooh, Hey Jude, probably, with Gupta. Um... Mm. um yeah, that's probably the one that stands out most in my mind, um, just for the scenes, the chaos. Loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's lots of little bits. Lots There's of lots of little bits which keep coming back to me as well. Things I've forgotten about, and I'm like, that was funny. After the Dow Jones pub, as together as a club, walk around Barca, um, as in like the hillweed chanting and stuff together in the street, it was good fun. I really rated the Irish bar, and I saw a guy in there, and he was wearing a Scotland top. And um, so I was like, no Scotland, no party. And he's like, <laughs> You can't be seeing that in here, me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, I, I'm, and then I'm like, oh, so where are you from? And he just goes, Scotland. I was like, right. And I was like, no, but where, are you, where, are you, like, where in Scotland are you from? He just goes, Scotland, Scotland. I was like, what, who do you support? Scotland. Like, do you have a club team? Like, who, who's your actual team? Scotland. Like, this bloody nationalist, honestly. It wasn't wasn't giving me anything. I mean, come on. I thought I thought we were meant to be friendly. He was definitely an East Coaster. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, interacting with, uh, he was the only Scott I managed to find, to be fair, so. A lot of, bosses are very, I don't know, a lot of nationalities. Yeah, and I, I imagine because as well, the places that we would be going to, I can't see resident Catalans going to the Irish bar yeah. every night, do you know what I mean? That was the one place where, I, as soon as I walked in, I was like, everyone in here is British. <laughs> it was literally like, the classic Brits on tour, go to an Irish bar. So yeah, I loved that. When we all got on stage as well, we, that, that was well, that was rocking. The atmosphere, was yeah, the atmosphere was definitely. Was definitely they were sad helped. to see us go, I think. Definitely, mm. well, they, didn't let, they didn't let you, Robbie and Zoo, in, did they? We weren't allowed in. Me, Robbie, and Zoo. Wow. Um, I don't know. I just said to him, I was like, "Oh, how much is it to get in?" And he just went, "No." No. <laughs> 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 so we, we had to go to a different bar instead. And these these American, they were like middle aged, by buying us free drinks. It was. Happy days. Really? Served as served as well for what was it jam jamboree? Yeah. Afterwards, the the uh, Spanish jimmies, which I'm sure got mentioned in the previous. Yeah, podcast. jamboree, jamboree. To be fair, Kylie and Gupta were definitely uh, definitely good to get in because they they definitely saw the rounds on their nights. To be fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you? Um, here's a question, and it's the main question I want to ask you: guys. Is it harder than it looks to run a college football team? So a lot, obviously, a lot of the admin people will just see on the, uh, in the sense that we're doing this. Come here, then you know, be here on time, and then we'll go this, do that, and the next thing. But how much it goes on behind the scenes? I think it's a lot more than people first imagine, and that's why I think doing it as a two is definitely the way to go about it. And obviously, we live together, which makes it a lot easier. So actually, there's a lot more, obviously, organizing training every week, uh, making sure fixtures are all okay with pitches and whatnot. And then also making sure every, all the exec is working so the socials are going ahead, making sure people are paying subs so the club isn't going into more debt. Mm. Uh, but also on the other side of the thing, it is a lot of fun. So I know it's a lot of admin, but at the same time, and I. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Admittedly, this year, Coward has, has done a bit more than me. And even from what I've done, I, I think it's it's not stress, but you've got to realise, I think maybe every day this year, we've done something to do with yeah. Hillby. There's a lot of things behind the scenes, whether it's even just emails, organising, training or whatnot. So like for this term, we've not had a training slot. So every week, Coward's had to email, like organising the training. And no offence to the people at 
Team Durham, they're not the most efficient um, no. administrators ever, so it, it can be a bit, bit hectic. But it helps, it really helps us, the buy-in this year from freshers, second years and third years has been unreal, which makes us want to organise stuff like the club dinner, because if we only had, what, like 15 people being keen, it'd be pretty average but the fact we have Biden and people want to be part of it just helps us out and we have a lot of fun doing it so it's, it's all worth it in the end definitely when you kind of get the kind of reactions to it that we do I think a hugely important thing as well is going to be creating a certain level of mystique around the club in the sense that people who aren't necessarily even into football will just know that it's a good club to join mm. exactly. um, for when they come so you know if you have freshers saying to another fresher well freshers this year saying to the ones coming in you know just join it it's you know the socials are great blah 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 you can play in the track does not actually be that into football 100 um, and i think covid really hurt the club because before that speaking to people in the club like two or three years ago the tour sec he would say how big the club was and how thriving it was and then when we came in in covid i think it was at a pretty low point and people were getting pretty like people weren't that involved with it and I think from this year on we've kind of set a precedent where we wanted to go back there and hopefully next year it will go on to bigger and better things still mm. under under the new exec under the new exec yeah which is yet to be revealed no we need to release that maybe today or tomorrow Near, but yeah, yeah. A Google I think poll. yeah okay, okay I think there's been uh, there's been whispers of uh, of certain people already being be confirmed the... which I think will be confirmed there's been leaks shall we say. <laughs> there have been leaks yeah um you said they're doing it as a two, so do some colleges do it as one? Do some other, do we know? I believe like, there may be some, maybe the smaller colleges for sure. Okay. Maybe like a Chad's or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure like a Collingwood. They definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure Collingwood only is one as well, really? but I, I definitely think doing it as a two, especially living together is really, really helpful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just being able to just have a conversation. Be, yeah, about. one person is way, way yeah, too much work so to do. Would you, would you have so for the upcoming exec would you have any advice um, what next because it seems like it's now club's got to a stage strongest it's been in three years we might say um, and you do get that as well you're not mentioning it but when the old boys come back you can get a sense that they're like well this is this is slightly different or it's back to what they first joined if that makes sense um, how can it how can it be bigger and better I think just Try keep what we've done this year, and then if you can add anything else on that, um, I'm not really sure that. I, I, I think I, I think a big thing that would be good is if we got like old, an, an, an alumni situation sorted more. So we have old mm. boys weekends where we'd get the whole club back together. It's so not just the current club; it's past. Because I know um, I've just been to a lot of the third years next year when we're not going to be in Durham. We'd love to come back and get involved, whether that's going on tour or doing a weekend in Durham, mm. and that would be a lot of fun and getting involved in matches. So I think getting that alumni part of its aspect going would be good fun. Mm. I suppose what could be mentioned as well is the, in connection to that, Tim Rosevier, the, oh, the coach. Yeah. So that could be something that people could come back for as well. Mm. Um, if we want to briefly touch on that, we just had that, we just uh, played that. Coward, you were a bit worse for wear after it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was very down bad after that. So what is it? What is the tournament? Um, so it's a memorial tournament um, for a former member of Hillbead FC, Tim Rosevier, who um, sadly passed away in 2007. I think um, they kind of wanted to do a tournament every year from there, just in his memory, but also it's kind of bringing the club together in like a friendly way because I think in the case of this tournament, regardless of socials or not, a lot of kind of people came that maybe you don't really see around the club that much. But it was quite nice that they kind of all came together and played. Um, which team were you in, Clarky? Uh We were at JLB Credit. So Zoo, Dill, Milne and... Zoo, Dill, Milne, myself, and who was the other person? That's shocking. That's really bad. Whoever it is, he's going to be gutted. I hope they're not listening. Yeah, I hope. Um... Steph's mate was in goals for us oh, originally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You were yeah. struck away. How far did you get? Um, we got to the semis. Oh, nice. Yeah, by, by being the best second team. Um, but we only won one game in the whole thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was good while we lasted. I just think our fitness and commitment was kind of waning, and we just we chose to wear all black on the hottest day. On the year. hottest day, yeah. We, we our team nailed it. That's probably why we got to the final because we were all in vests. Um, yes, yeah. So yeah, we could acclimatise. And after our hot weather training in Barca, really, really helped us out, didn't it? Yeah. No. All that training was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to be fair, I thought yeah when uh, you definitely warm weather training maybe you needed an extra day when you were collapsing I was like here He's, we go uh, I, I, cool. I was getting on the tunes as well someone was like play club foot so I was like okay and then I put on waka waka and you're just having a moment like, oh my god 
I've never seen anything like it, really. Yeah, yeah I didn't realise how strong Angus Tufnell was. I came into him and I was like, oh my word, I've, my knee's gone. But, In a way, that has that has traction to to go to like a stage where, you know, tournaments like that, you can make a whole day of it. 100%. Even if you, took, if you took it out of MC and like put it on the race course or something like that, yeah. then you can get stands set up, people can come along and get drinks, watch yeah. a bit of the food, you know, find it could be a bit of a bigger deal. And if you got all, if you got old boys there, um, you'd have so many teams and you'd fully have group stages through to semi-final, quarterfinals, semi-finals, finals. So yeah, definitely. One thing I do want to talk on is in regards to Team Durham, right? So. Sometimes we've been there and, well, whoever runs MC, right? So sometimes we've been there, the floodlights have been on, they've taken ages to come on. But I just want to say it's an absolute scandal that we have to pay to play on the pitches. It's ridiculous. That is a it farce. Is, it is ridiculous. I mean, what else are they for? It is you know ridiculous. I mean? And even when you pay for it, you get kicked off early, then it's not even ready. So the fact that we have to, yeah, it's just a joke. Especially when you've got American football blokes coming on afterwards yeah <laughs> and they do love to have the whole of the side of the pitch and just plonk their bags right next to us yeah some sort of you know power complex yeah <laughs> i'm not sure where where those guys are from well i know where they're from but <laughs> you don't know where i'm from dog. No. <laughs> chaplo tracking them down <laughs> I'm, I'm... some of those guys oh my god but yeah um team do, they they do okay but yeah some of some of the structure probably does need changing i i think especially in and the amount of the payment the amount they charge is ridiculous because the club just goes into more and more debt and yeah. yeah, I mean, we inherited the club. How much debt were we in? Um, we are now in over eleven thousand pounds of debt. Strong. So you're known over eleven thousand pounds. So it was we we inherited over eleven k, and it's still there. Because okay. obviously That's equals equals breaking even. Breaking yeah. even. That's all you could do. <laughs> eleven grand. Someone has had a mare back. Oh, way well, back I wonder. I wonder who it was. Yeah. Doesn't help about the previous treasurer um, and the missing funds. Oh, yeah. uh, oh. Allegations of embezzlement. The allegations right of embezzlement on this point. Yeah. They must, they have to be investigated. Fair play. I mean, no comment. No comment no regards com that. No. I don't want to incriminate anyone <laughs> before they're graduates. Yeah. Mm. Fair play, fair play. Okay. Um, what else have I got here? I've got best goal that you saw. Either playing, scored yourself. Give the award. Think. Been some good goals this year. There also, been some biggest limbs moment as well. Mm. Um, it was for the threes actually. Gwillem was playing, um, and we were playing Jobo uh, A. Okay. I think it says what in like the last sixteen or something. Yeah. Maybe the round just before, and um, back and forth game, back and forth game, and we went four three up, and then they equalised with maybe a minute left, and then literally we went from kick off. Played it through to Gwillem and he scores literally with the last kick of the game. That's probably the, the best limbs I've seen. Jobo were gutted. Yeah. That is what we love to see. Yeah, and one of my highlights was um, Charlie Lyons on the grass pitches. So they were impossible. Balls just bobbling around. And he just decides to ping one from halfway into the top ends. And they pretty sure he chested it. Yeah. And then first time just volleys it from the halfway line. And I remember their goalkeeper used to take it very seriously and he'd been like doing a Jordan Pickford all match, shouted at his defence, <laughs> and then he lets that in and he's just like, oh, what, have, <laughs> what have I done? But yeah, no, that's got to be a highlight for me. Mm, that was a good goal. Fair play. Do you have to have anyone to bag the winners tomorrow? It's got, got to be Gwenham, doesn't it? Gwil. No, my, my money's on Zoo personally. He's, uh, he's, 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 in a hot, he's in a hot patch of form at the moment, so yeah, my money's on him. Fair play. I mean, Charlie Cloak after his hat trick yesterday. Yeah. Or you can do Chaplin, one of your ones where you dribble around like three people, you think you're really cool, you shoot, and then you shout something, and then it goes in. Yeah, it happens once once in a while. Yeah. Can no. we talk about uh, Charlie Cloak's penalty yesterday? Um, the less said, the better. I so mean, no, absolutely it horrific. Was, horrific. It was at it, someone. It was the most Charlie Cloak thing, trying to do a Penenka, but then sends it about a 20 foot over the was crossbar. It, was he not trying to do the like hit it with the left, but then cover it with your right? I, I thought still, that's what he was trying to do. I still couldn't tell you what he was trying you know, to do. You know when like, you know, when a player fakes that they've hit it with the right foot but stabs it in on the left? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this like, is because Kluke, can't really shoot with his right foot. Yeah. So <laughs> try, trying to go on the left, I'm not sure what he was thinking. Okay, okay. well, I'm glad he's been named in shame for that. Appalling <laughs> stuff. Um, if we do win, what's yeah. the celebration going to be points? Well, there were talks of hiring a bus at the club dinner, I think which would actually be... Prince Bishop, Riverboat Cruise. The Prince Bishop, Riverboat I think the yeah. Prince B, going under the tunnel. 
it's not even too bad a value. So I think getting getting the principal of Hillbead involved, I think you could really get some backing for get that. Some funding. Get the flag on the front of the boat. Oh yeah. Uh, Clarky on bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need a DJ. <laughs> Under some bridges, that might that could be worrying. Could be yeah, the pipes. Um, <laughs> to be fair, the novelty of it does wear off after a wee while because you know it can literally it goes to uh, basically outside Hillbead, turns back yeah. around. And then just makes its way slowly, slowly up, and then just has to under the SU bridge, kind of just hobbitates there and keeps turning and going back, turning and going back. So it doesn't go any further down. Well, it can. Oh, this is bad. This is what wine socks has done to me. But um, no, not, not not to my memory because it can't go any further than it's too tight. The further mm. it goes past Hillbead Way to turn, so it can't go up to MC. And the other way, there's like basically what is it just before Previn's Bridge is that kind of like cut off so it would yeah. go down that I, I believe and also I imagine for rowers it has to kind of stay out of the way it's true yeah. I've never I've never been on it have you? no I've, I've never been on it you clearly have we will be boys <laughs> we will be yeah we will be yeah 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 <laughs> so it's, people talk about altitude sickness um, well altitude you know having a drink on a plane the altitude making you feel even more drunk I'd say the effects of the boat I was definitely swaying back and forth is, it, is that your excuse or was it the wine? It was definitely the wine. It was essentially <laughs> an all-you-can-drink, um, like wine buffet. Um, mm. I definitely took the advantage of it. Uh, yeah. As you should. As, As you should. should. Um, okay. I don't have any more questions, but um, do you have any... Sum surmise your leadership. I, th I think it's been successful, to yeah. be honest. So I, do I. I think we've put the club in a better place than it was the year prior. Um, I think Coward and um, Hardy Jones did a really good job, but I think they were kind of struggling with like intake um, and kind of the lasting effects of COVID. But I think we've kind of worked yeah. on what they did. And I agree. I think this year has been really good. We, the, ex work, the execs worked really well together. So we've really worked well with the social sex and treasurer. Well, obviously it's easier because we're already mates, but actually working together and getting the buy-in from day one at Freshers Trials. I think even the Freshers saw that this club was getting serious and um, I think the buy their buy-in as well has really, really helped out the numbers and whatnot and getting everyone involved. So yeah. What What would you say, Clark, if you could improve one thing in the club? Be honest. Uh, yeah, it, it can be new club. <laughs> <laughs> improving one thing, I don't know. It's the thing is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know. Yeah. Um, mage. I'm pretty stumped. I can't. I can't think of anything necessarily. I think the the socials have been pretty spot on in the sense that you don't want a social every week. Mm, you want yeah. one. One comes around. You want to be excited about it. Um, maybe you could say maybe a bit of variety on that part. But mm. all in all, um, I actually can't think of any you know groundbreaking changes which would ne be needed to be made. Sounds like it's the social sex. Yeah, though. social sex. We'll take, we'll take yeah. that. So what would be semi-decent is if in some way the kits could be specific to the teams. Mm. That would be very cool. That's quite a good idea. So like a little dragon on one, you know, like a little snail. Like little snail. But then that's that's a whole other that's a whole other thing to deal with. Mm. But then um, a lot of clubs do have kit sex, so that could be another... Yeah, a lot of clubs do. So getting that involved on the exec could be... The new thing. Maybe I would say to the, I'd say I'd say Barcelona was the perfect option. I'd say if the two the, the two whoever's going to be tour sec next year, you know, it's it's just as good. But like, you know, in the sense that there could just be a, a tour thing, a Facebook poll. Here's what we're thinking. Blah yeah. blah blah. But I think it was very democratic and all in all in yeah. the end. Um, before we before we finish, I just want to go through the awards, so we can you know publicly list. Um, all of the, all of our great awards. So, not the jokey ones. I'm I not know, trying to plug myself. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I wants to go through the awards. <laughs> so yeah, the awards. Uh, do you want to do golden boot, most assists, and clean sheets? Yeah. So we we kind of switched up. We had some serious kind of proven by stats awards, um, which were um, golden boot went to Finn Gwillem. It was a good race between him and Corey throughout the year. Um, but Gwillem did pull ahead by the end. Mm. But Corey made up for it in his assists. Um, I think he got, what, 16 assists this year? Yeah, it's very, pretty impressive. Very impressive. Beat me again, which is really annoying. He beat me last year as well. But um, 
I'll let, I'll let him off for it. And then we had Golden Glove, which was actually shared in the end by Ned Andre um, in his debut year and Robbie Milton. I don't think Milton was too too chuffed about uh, too chuffed about the shared award. Uh, no, slightly it, controversial. But, and it also yeah. had Ned's name engraved on it, so <laughs> <laughs> that's why he wasn't as, as pleased either. But we did have. Yeah, so those awards. are those are the serious awards, and then we had some more light-hearted ones, such as Best Captain Harry Smith, mm. um, Mo, uh, Worst Player in the Club. Shout out to Matty Harrison. Oh, shout out Harrison. Um, but the best boxer. No, exactly. Yeah, uh, Blake Corey. Clark, you won. You won most missed member of the club next year. Thank you. Um, it was a very nice award to get, actually. Yeah, I'll definitely take it. Definitely take it. Um, and then the man, the man who embodied the club's values was Nathan Ferguson. Fergie, yeah. yeah. Club yeah. values. That's a good one to get. Yeah, that was that a good, is one, good to one to get. get. Yeah. They got some of the awards got a bit bit jokier, didn't they? Yeah. Um, we had Keenest Fresh. That I can't remember what it was. It was Keenest Fresh, but it wasn't Charlie Lyons. Can't remember why we gave it to Skip, but. Skip did the He just played it. He's, no, he's, been, he's, I mean. been, he, um, he's been class this year. He, he just loves it. He does. He's been a very, very good addition. He does. Um, had a few other awards. I can't really remember what they were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that might have something to do with the uh, the chaos of the evening. Yeah, and uh, exactly. Randan. Lots of, lot of forgotten memories. Yeah. I'd agree, yeah. <laughs> um, did you enjoy your meal at Spice Lunch? Was it, was it bang on? I think, I think it was bang on, to I, be fair. I loved Corey going... Uh, <laughs> I was like chicken passanda, and I was even saying this in bars. I was like, I've gone for the chicken passanda. He's like, Oh man, I had that last time. Whatever, bit mild, bit mild. Corey's like, Oh yeah, I can, I can I hack my spice. I've just gone for a medium spice, and he just tucks into it, and he literally just goes straight back. And I'm like, Yes, this is brilliant. And I, the one thing I said to him in bars, I was like, Oh, because last time I had it, and you don't want in that environment. I don't want to be working at my meal. I just want to get the food in me, enjoy it, blah blah. blah. And then Corey finishes and he goes, that was definitely more of a chore than a meal. <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you think club dinner, as in a, cu a curry, is the best for a club dinner? Oh, 100%. I think, I, think, I think we should never go anywhere else apart from Spice Lunch. They, yeah. they love us. They do. Um, I don't think they want us to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get yeah. on their Facebook this time, though, which I'm a bit disappointed about. Oh, they shame. should have got us charging about Ali Shans on and that on their story. Yeah, I think that yeah, could yeah. be some good good coverage for them. Just sold my car to <laughs> a <laughs> lamp <laughs> No, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> no, I, I love the club then. I thought it was, I thought it was really good fun. Um, and it didn't. What time did we go? We went at what six? Yeah, six we went very early. They, they could even next year get plus ones. Maybe I know that's not members of the club, but to make yeah. a beer to go, that gets over 80, 90 people going. It just, it just mm. flew by though. As well. It did. We, did, we did. were there for about what three, three and a half hours. Yeah, flew. Fair play. Um, we have the Hillby Bowl tonight. Speaking of the Hillbead, um, we'll all be there. We'll be living up. Some doing more work than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout heard. out to the photographer, Callum Shout Gard. out to the photographer and videographer as well. I'm really sorry. I forgot about yeah. that. He does it all. Does it all. <laughs> I'm also a sound engineer at the weekends. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got it, I've got it all going on. Um, but very much looking forward to that. But thank you very much for coming on, boys. That's, thank you. that's been an hour. That's, we've wrapped it up. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much, Clark. You've enjoyed it. Viva La Hill Beat. Exactly. Um, and good luck in the final, chaps. Thank Come you. on. We'll see you there. Corey and I will try and not get the game abandoned due to our hooliganism. But yeah. uh, can't be promising anything. <laughs> but yes, uh, thank you very much and goodbye. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.